Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, today I'm here with Griffin Stoller. Hey, how's it going? So, were you born in San Francisco or? Um, yeah, I was born in San Francisco, went to school there. Um, and yeah, I'm down in LA tonight for a show. Um, super excited to be here. Yeah, and San Francisco, were your parents born there as well or? Um, uh, my, my family's from, my dad's from LA and my mom's uh, from the East Coast. But oh. uh, yeah, we all live together. Yeah. And How do you describe yourself like back then growing up? Um, I've always kind of been into music. I started playing violin from a young age and um, recently uh, when I went to college in Palo Alto, uh, I went to Stanford University, I started doing music production there um, and then I just started releasing content on Spotify and I'm going to continue doing that in the future. Yeah. yeah. For the violin, was that something that you want to do or did your parents like push you to do it? Um, I, I was always really interested in music. Like I think I, my parents got me some like musical like toy drums and stuff like that so I always kind of was interested in that and they kind of just gave me a violin and I, I enjoyed it a lot so yeah yeah are your parents musicians also or? um no they're not they're uh, they're both doctors actually. oh wow yeah. damn did they push you like academically then um not too much I mean they, they were just they were very supportive of what I wanted to do musically and they were happy to help in any way that they could yeah damn do you have a musician in your family um not really. I'm kind of the I'm kind of the standout um, when it comes to the music. What type of doctors are they? Uh, my dad's a radiologist. Uh, my mom's a pathologist. I didn't really get into electronic music for a while. I was very much interested in string music. Like I really loved guitar and ukulele. And it wasn't until I went to a Swedish House Mafia concert uh, way back my senior year of high school that I started to take note of um, electronic music and all the different sounds that could be made using computers and that kind of stuff so that's really what got me interested in um, you know getting Ableton and learning how to do it myself. How about like outside of music though? Um, I don't know I, I kind of uh, I was like playing basketball when I was younger even though I wasn't really tall enough to actually like <laughs> play like that well. <laughs> it was still super fun um, and yeah just kind of like hanging out with friends just normal stuff but um, yeah music's always been a super uh, big part of my life. Yeah. What were your favorite subjects in school, like, other than music? Or was music your favorite class? Um, I think, honestly, I, in school, I really enjoyed, like, biology and things like that. But um, for me, the, the most fun part about music was actually, like, getting to play instruments and that kind of stuff outside of school. Like, I learned a lot just from YouTube, honestly. Like, that's really one of the main things I learned how to produce on, was just, like, watching everyone do it on YouTube and following tutorials and that kind of stuff found it super useful for me yeah. yeah how did you even think of like going from the whole like violin phase so even like do you have friends who are producing as well um not really I kind of just it, it kind of just came out of um I started to get inspired by a lot of artists I was listening to I was listening to Zed and Skrillex and Porter Robinson and I was just really into their type of music and wanted to just try to make stuff um that I that had my own like personality kind of associated with it, so that's kind of what got me interested in producing music. Do you remember who showed you like Zed and everyone? Um, it, uh, it was probably just people were just sharing some of that music so much, it was all over the internet at the time, yeah. and like just hearing about it and going to a few concerts. Um, I saw Porter Robinson when he like 
did his live show at Bill Graham in SF. Like, mm-hmm. that was a while ago, but uh, super inspirational show for me. Yeah, um, what about it? Do you remember? Yeah, I remember a lot. I thought his the visuals were insane. Um, the, uh, the attention to detail, his engagement with, uh, like, playing piano live and doing drum stuff live, all of that was really cool to see just because it kind of inspired me when I do my own show. I want to play you know, guitar live or sing live or do all that kind of stuff. I don't really want to just like push play. Um, so I was super inspired by Porter. And did you have any like aspiration to go down like any field similar to your parents or was it not even in the question? Um, I mean, I always worked really hard in whatever I did and my parents like saw that um, music was like coming really naturally to me. So they were very supportive and like when I wanted to buy, you know, music equipment, they were always like, yeah, go for it. and. So yeah, I'm super grateful to them. Shout out mom. Oh. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> and you had a pretty big performance, right, when you were 16? Um, I had, yeah, so the, when I was a lot younger, I did, uh, I won a DJ contest and I got to go to Snow Globe and play there. Um, that was like one of my f- earlier uh, performances. Um, but it wasn't until I started putting content out on Spotify that I really got traction. Like I'm super grateful that that platform has allowed me to like reach over a million monthly listeners so quickly and that kind of stuff. So yeah. Do you remember how you were able to gain traction initially? Um, yeah, so it really just kind of came out, like I put November 1st, 2016, I put out my first single, Faded on Your Love, and it broke into the US viral um, charts and the UK viral charts. And then it started getting playlisted. And then my next single got playlisted a lot in Germany and it just started to kind of pick up. Um, so I'm super grateful that they have those cool like release radar and that kind of stuff has just really helped me yeah get a lot of exposure so what age would you say it all started like um i mean it's all like the actual like the most growth has been very like recent honestly like this past year and a half has been insane so yeah i've been i mean i've been putting music out on soundcloud for a while but um it wasn't really until i started like uh releasing on spotify that things took off for me yeah were you ever like afraid of getting into the music scene so early? I mean, you didn't really have much family, right, to like guide you or mentor you. Oh um, yeah. Well, what I what I, I really rely on my friends. Like, mm-hmm. they usually give me the best kind of uh, advice and inspiration. So, yeah, I just I just found that surrounding myself with like positive people and people who are interested in music and just like sharing musical taste and that kind of stuff is the best way to like navigate the industry because it can be very like daunting and confusing and stuff like that. Were they SoundCloud friends that you found early on or? Mostly friends that I went to school with to be honest. Yeah I lived with a group of five close friends who all kind of like shared music and and, uh, I would always play them songs that I was working on and they were very like they would always help me say like oh yeah that's awesome you should put it out and you know put it out. Was college something that you always wanted to do, or did your parents kind of push you to get a degree? Um, well, I mean, I at first I didn't know I was going to be a professional uh, musician, so uh, I would just wanted to go to college myself just because I feel like it's a really good thing to do if you can. Um, yeah. But yeah, once things started taking off, I was in my senior year, so I said, hey, I should probably, I should probably finish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but from the onset, like when you started applying to all these schools, did you apply to their music? programs especially for yeah yeah definitely um i when i initially came to stanford it was for violin specifically oh wow um but as i kind of went there and started to learn more about production my interests shifted very yeah. very quickly yeah. you got pretty like big doing violin doing pretty big shows right um yeah when i was when i was younger i did a lot of like c- competitive like violin yeah playing. that's I just, crazy 
Yeah, when I was um, when I was 16, I played at Carnegie Hall for like. Yeah. A, yeah. yeah, so that was yeah. really fun. Um, that, super grateful for that. Did you how did you how many hours in a day did you train for all that? Um, I honestly uh, probably like four hours a day, four or five hours a day. Damn. I I realize that it's, it's usually, and this is true with production too. Really, any skill, it's like if you are paying attention during the time that you're practicing, it's, you can usually get better faster, rather than just like not really engaging but doing more hours. Do you think that made you such a big? like the artist you are now with all that live performance you think it like really geared you up um I think it's helped me a lot but honestly like there's a lot of room for me to grow and I want to continue to learn things I never like, think I've mastered anything I try to keep an open mind to everything because uh, there's always more stuff to learn how do you think your music has changed from the really early songs that you put out through SoundCloud um, well, a lot of the earliest songs I was doing on SoundCloud were remixes and I wasn't singing in them. So one of the biggest changes I had was realizing that I wanted to sing on my own material. And once I started doing that, at first I was like not sure, I didn't know if I liked my voice, all this kind of stuff. But once I kind of just started practicing and getting in the habit and then people started liking it, I was like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is definitely the move, I, I gotta do this. What actually gave you the confidence to sing more in your songs? Um, well, initially I was trying to find other vocalists to work with um, and I think you know I, I just wanted to just put the material out and I, I didn't really have anyone who I, who I was working with so I just started doing it myself and that's how it yeah. kind of came Yeah, but you be. never like when you were young like sing at all? Um, no I definitely did like a little bit like casually not like not in a very um, not in a very like profe like trying to be professional or anything like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed like learning to sing. It's super different than any like string instrument yeah. that I've ever played. What is it actually like going to Stanford and like doing something creative? Where I think most people who go there do something more academic. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely got positives and negatives. But like, I'm super happy that I get to like wake up every day and make con like make art. Basically, is like yeah. regardless of like where it ends up. It's if it, if a million people like it, that's great. But at the end of the day, like just working on something that has like personal meaning for me is like <clears throat> that's like what I love to do yeah so, yeah did you find going to Sanford for music more of a competitive environment compared to if you went to like Berkeley or something that's more like creative fostering um I think that a lot of the Stanford music um is oriented more towards like classical and, and that kind of stuff but mm -hmm. I you know I've been very fortunate that they've given me a lot of freedom to pursue my own um path there so yeah, yeah I'm very grateful for that how do you think like that whole program has shaped you as a person in the music you make? Um, well, I mean, they've definitely given me some really cool tools. Like, uh, I didn't know m very much music theory going into Stanford, uh, even though I did so much violin. I wasn't really like uh, educated with like musical notation and that kind of stuff. So, they've given me some really good tools there that helped me uh, write songs and understand chord progressions and that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. At what point in your career were you like? ready to get like a whole team and managers and everything and that you well I mean that. honestly I found that like I try to put all my energy into the actual like music itself so while I am building more of a team now it, it most of it is very like internal and I pretty much handle everything right now myself. yeah and, yeah how do you think you've like grown as an artist in general since like way back young Griffin and everything yeah it's definitely been quite a dramatic um evolution um I, i've just basically been gotten very much more open to learning new skills like produ production and singing and all these kinds of things that at first i had no idea how to do and over time and just like repetition just learning how to do them has been amazing and then yeah. going forward i want to really like 
keep my mind open to even more like skills and I'm very excited to like build a live show and start to debut it soon so I just want to meet more people like be, going to Stanford and like I have a lot of friends who are from different places I got one friend from Turkey and he's kind of like exposed me to a lot of cool politics and stuff like that so just oh, like wow. just becoming more cultured in general has been a really cool process and I want to go start to play shows in all over the world and yeah yeah I my Spotify uh, statistics say that I have a lot of like listeners in Germany so I oh, want wow. so I want to go there really cool. yeah so I'm very excited to like uh, see who's listening over there yeah <laughs> yeah what would you say have been your biggest struggle so far um I think just sometimes it's it's like frustrating to because I really really want my content to be as good as it can so sometimes I have to like work on like 20 projects to get one song that I'm like feel good about releasing uh, but it's totally worth it in the end because like I, I really try to like make sure I'm putting out the best stuff I can so, yeah yeah last question sure what do you want to be remembered for um it's a great question uh, I think I just want to be remembered for um, my music honestly just having music that kind of can endure uh, past the sounds because mm -hmm. a lot of like producers like follow trends and for me I care much more about songwriting itself like having someone being able to like play the song 30 years from now and still like it would be like a goal for me yeah, yeah. that's awesome thank you so much yeah no problem <laughs> bye bye <laughs>